0: An issue you just can't fix? On the fence about what direction you should take. Been wrestling with a situation that's out of control. Let's take it out of the too, too hard, hard basket. basket.
1: Sharing houses comes with all sorts of compromises, but Layla is not sure she can bend for this one. Let's welcome our basketeers, ethical counselor for the Ethics Center, Simon Kennedy Jewell, and comedian Brodie Snook. Hello. Now, getting the quick gist per usual before we dive into the meat of Layla's Dilemma, I wonder if you could each share whether you've both lived in share houses and where you would draw the line over certain behaviour. Simon, you begin.
2: Uh, Yes, I've had some character building experience in the house sharing world. Um, Drawing the line, uh, I think... uh, Washing up. You know, washing up was one of those perennial issues oh, yeah. that I always struggled with because this is certainly pre-dishwashing, so showing my age, <laughs> dishwashing machines. A lot of houses still don't it, have them. That's right. Certainly not in my flats then.
1: All right, Brody, what about you? What's the deal breaker
0: in share houses? Oh, I've lived in what I would call thousands of share houses mm-hmm. and my deal breaker would be food stealing. <sighs>
1: Jeez. Yes. Okay. Well, listen, food stealing and not di- washing the dishes are both mortal sins in a share house. But Layla's dilemma is of a slightly higher uh, level, I think. Layla's, let's hear it all and let's see if we can help Layla out a little bit. Layla writes My housemate, Stella, is having an affair with an older married man and I can't cope with it. I'm probably more uncomfortable with the situation than my other housemate, Tim, most likely because one of my parents had an affair. So it's triggering for me and creating a very stressful home environment. Stella has avoided talking to me about it and it's given me the impression that we are not as close as I thought. When the married man is at the house, he avoids eye contact and doesn't speak to us. I came home the other day on my afternoon off to find him working from home at our dining room table, which was pretty awkward. The lease is coming up, and my ideal scenario would be to just move out, but given the current rental market, this is easier said than done. As housemates, do Tim and I have any right to ask to do any right to have a say on whether Stella can continue the affair in our house or in general? Should it be dealt with as a house issue and is, you, is asking her to move out on the table? We may not be able to control who she has a relationship with, but what about someone who passes through our doors and living spaces? Simon, what were your first thoughts when you, when you heard that situation of Layla's?
2: Well, I I just thought it was interesting the way she used the term, you know, rights, you know, Mm -hmm. what do we have the right? And and, um, and I think certainly, you know, like it's, and and I think she's appealing almost to a sense of moral rights. Like you can see given her situation that this goes against some really deeply held values and principles for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it is almost like Layla feels like, that there, you know, is there sort of an ethical or, or, or moral right for her to sort of, you know, to kick Stella out? And, and But I think ultimately for me, the issue around that is that whilst those values are understandably deeply held um, for Layla and, and certainly that you can understand that triggering and the stress – there is this issue, you know, I just think it's not, it's a case where, you you know, you can't necessarily impose your principles or values on someone else. Um, So, in terms of having any right to say, no, you need to, you know, you can't see who you, you know, your chosen partner in your home, or, you know, which is also our home, I think that's probably, you know, a bridge too far.
0: Right. Brody, have you ever been in a similar situation? I have been in Almost an identical situation, Beverly. Um, so, yeah, I have been Layla. How did you I handle have... it? Oh, handle might be a strong word. I think <laughs> what I What did just, you do? Um, I think I endured it. So um, I was living with uh, one of my best friends um, and she uh, was carrying out a- an affair with a married man who was also the neighbour. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, wow, only the two-hard basket had been around then. Yeah, Yeah. I would have really been able to use you. Um, So, yeah, it was... uh, Layla has all my empathy, basically, because it is very difficult uh, situation. Looking back, what do you think of your decision to endure? Is that what you would do now? Um, Look, I was very fortunate that it was a temporary situation. So, endure, um, you know, is the word for it, but I did also see a light at the end of the tunnel because I was able to to have a a leave date.
1: Now... I think, Simon, you indicated that we don't really have a right to um, make a judgment about who Layla's housemate can have a relationship with. But when it comes to living under the same roof, does Layla have a right and does the housemate also have a right to assert how that partner uses their space? The fact that uh, this person has not made eye contact but feels fine to help himself to uh, working at the kitchen table for example. I mean surely uh, do you think that Layla has leeway and space to talk about that particular issue?
2: Oh, totally. And I guess, obviously, with a big caveat here that, you know, I'm sort of speaking from, you know, just personal anecdotal experience, I can't sort of claim to have any particular expertise on any of this. But, but absolutely, I mean, certainly in terms of any normal sharehouse house arrangement, um, any, you know, residents, you know, are, in, are entitled to sort of set certain boundaries about who stays and who stay, you know, how often they stay over or, how much they occupy that space and and share that space because ultimately the space belongs collectively to you know the actual sort of paying tenants and I think you know there is certainly um, you know a very clear right for those tenants to establish who uh, under what circumstances other people come and how they use that space And so I think there is definitely scope for Layla, um, you know and i think as she she says in you know in that to as a as a sort of a house issue get together and work out um, you know with tim and with stella what are the boundaries that are reasonable for them as, as, a, you know, as a group in sharing that space together?
1: I think it's really interesting, Brody, that Layla's detail of this person not making eye contact is something that doesn't sit well with her. It, it seems like there's more to it than that. Do you think the situation would be different if that person was a bit more open in their manner to begin with?
0: Probably, I would say so. It seems like uh, there's a very uncomfortable environment being created through not only the situation, but through uh, that that body language and, you know, that, that general vibe. So what should Layla do? She's asked us whether
1: she should have a call a house meeting, for example, and, and essentially bring it to a head where they have to acknowledge what's going on. Simon, what would you advise on that front?
2: Yeah, well, I think that's getting it out in in the open is is certainly his first step, you know, because there may be all sorts of situations, sort of, there may be a background to the situation for on Stella's side that, you know, Tim and Layla aren't aware of. And then it may be that, you know, she, you know, that in some way together they can help to solve the situation, but without having not, without talking about it, they just sort of don't know where each other is is sort of standing on it. So sort of just having that conversation is a start. And, um, you know, as I said, I, I don't imagine that there is any scope for uh, Layla or Tim to just unilaterally say, well, you've got to move out. I, You know, I mean, that's, that's certainly not my experience of share house. How living, would you broach
1: that conversation, Simon? How would you start that very difficult and awkward um, meeting without things getting a bit out of hand?
2: Well, I think you'd, you'd have to just try and be as open and up, as upfront as possible and just sharing the way it's impacted, what it, just sharing the fact that it is something that is causing stress, you know, for Layla and that it's something she finds very difficult, but open, but leave it open for, you know, a response. So it's certainly not about saying, starting the conversation with, we don't like what you're doing and you've got to move out. Mm. (laughs) You know, it's starting with sharing where she's coming from and being, you know, open about that, but equally allowing Stella some space to Bring her side of the story into it, which which we don't know other than just the you know the 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 information that um, Layla's provided.
1: Brody, final word to you in the last minute or so that we have here. What's your advice on having that sit down meeting?
0: Um, Look, I think there are two options here for Layla. I think uh, option one is that that kitchen table needs to be used for a sincere housemate meeting between the three of them. And uh, option two, on a much more serious note, I don't know how familiar you are with the Home Alone films. (laughs) Yes. uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm thinking maybe some kind of... Sinister booby booby trap, yes. (laughs) I feel like, you know, Layla and Tim could do this to drive this man out of the house. But look, I would call that a last resort. Gently saw those
1: kitchen table chairs next time he wants to sit down and use a laptop. (laughs) Exactly.
2: I must say this scenario reminded me of all the sitcoms with chair houses like, and the young ones in particular. Isn't it just <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. my
1: favourite? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well thank you so much Simon Kennedy Jewell, volunteer ethical counsellor for the Ethics Centre and comedian Brodie Snook. You can catch Brodie in Melbourne this weekend. She's taking her new show Villain to fringe and comedy festivals all around the world uh, the country after that. Hopefully the world one day Brodie. Hopefully the world. <laughs> thank you. Meanwhile you can write to us with your dilemmas. Life Matters at AB pbc.net.au put too hard basket in the subject line and i got to tell you on Facebook, this dilemma has really lit up the page and a variety of responses, some saying take action, some saying establish boundaries. Just as an example, Jane writes, it's it's tricky when your own personal history impacts on your day-to-day life in your safe place because of the actions of other people. The affair really is none of your business, but the working from home sounds like an abuse of an already wafer-thin privilege. Maybe ask what their future plans are. When will they move in together, etc., and let her know you're uncomfortable being an unwilling accomplice to this deception. And Kristen also says, she can have anyone else she and anyone she wants in her room and to some extent shared spaces as well. Working from home is a different story, not his place hers. That would be a hard boundary for me. And some people saying, yes, uh, maybe you need to move out, find somewhere else to live. V says being around a situation like that is toxic and aiding and abetting. Move far away from that. Whatever you decide, Layla, we wish you the best of luck and let us know how it goes.
2: It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.